Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show's 43-year-old Pennsylvania resident, Rachel Powell. Really should have been too busy working and raising her eight children to get involved in the coup cult, but somehow she found the time. She repeatedly posted online about the election fraud fairy tales, and on November 15th of 2020, Powell left a voicemail message for someone talking about how they could pressure lawmakers into overturning the vote. And she ended the, the message with, quote, we'll take it to their homes. And then when Powell was asked if she took part in the violence in D.C. at a December Trump rally, she replied, quote, I only mildly did. I was going around D.C. with a little beater bar all weekend and wasp spray and knives in my bag. So I was pretty confident. Then she seemed to go really off the rails. Um, in a November 22nd exchange, Powell wrote, quote, we did surveillance on an official's home. The person was not seen coming in and out. Is there a way to check and make sure she still owns this house so we know we have the correct address? Well, her friend advised, quote, it's better to send letters to their office and leave their family in private residences alone. Powell then replied in part, quote, no, it isn't. These fuckers need to start listening to the people and doing their jobs. Letters aren't working. So the friend then tried to dissuade her again and asked, quote, have you tried a petition or scheduling a one-on-one? -on -one? And then Powell shot back with, it's time to take protest to their doors. So on January 6th, Powell was present at the initial breach and the attack on the officers at Peace Circle, and then she followed the mob to the next police line that had amassed. She was seen on video there repeatedly pushing against the police and the barricades with her hands. Also, they set her shoulders and her back, and she prevented the officers from locking the barricades together, and they kept ordering her to get off of the barricades. Then Powell was also seen and heard encouraging others to attack. And then after the mob breached that police line, Powell was seen shoving a barricade against an officer. And she was standing, she was watching for over an hour, they said, as the mob physically assaulted police in various areas of the Capitol. Then she was seen entering a Senate office through a window that had been shattered by the mob. She exited the building a while later, and then she moved over to another window that was still intact. And that's when she took out an ice pick and she started to strike the window with it. Well, when that didn't work, Powell then grabbed this massive cardboard tube from someone and she used that as a battering ram. So after that effort failed, Powell went back to the broken window where she was before and she used a bullhorn and she was trying to incite the mob with information that she had gathered. She yelled, quote, I've been in the other room, listen to me. In the other room, on the other side of this door, right here, where these two feet are standing, there is a glass that if somebody, if it's broken, you can drop down into a room underneath it. There's also two doors in the other room, one in the rear and one on the right when you go in. So people should probably coordinate together if you're going to take the building. 
Luckily, everyone was cleared out of that area just a little while later, so the mob wasn't able to follow her directions. Otherwise, they would have gotten even further into the building. So on January 7th, Powell posted online again. She wrote, quote, We have given you all a chance to help us settle this peacefully. We have been patient. The time is up. Then she also admitted to the mob's violence in numerous posts, including, quote, it was fucking war to get in. If you were not there, then STFU. Quote, we weren't fucking welcome in, you fucking idiot. You weren't even here, so shut up and stop spouting facts like you know. Quote, there were lots of security. They had to retreat into the building and fight back because patriots were relentless. And quote, they didn't open the gates. The people trampled them. It was war. Well, Pal must have known that she was in trouble because she deleted all of her photos and videos from January 6th, and then she went and got a new phone. Um, it didn't help, though. Pal was arrested on February 4th of 2021, and she was indicted on charges of obstructing an official proceeding, destruction of government property, civil disorder, entering a restricted building or grounds uh, with a deadly or dangerous weapon, two counts of disorderly conduct, one of which also had the deadly or dangerous weapon enhancement, two counts of physical violence, also one of which had that deadly we weapon enhancement, and parading or demonstrating in a capital. Following Powell's arrest, she starts playing the victim. She blamed the police. She said they instigated the violence. And then she lied and she said that she went to the Capitol unarmed and she claimed that a woman was shot right in front of her. Then Powell also gave an interview in which she claimed to be scared on January 6th, and she said that she was just trying to break the window to help people get out of the building. And then she set up a fundraising page in which she alleged that the police beat her and shot her with tear gas and pepper spray. And while she was out on pretrial release, she violated her bond conditions several times, so she was eventually placed on home detention. Clearly, she thinks she's above the law. And so it came as no surprise when she refused a plea deal. She opted for a bench trial. And it was also no surprise that in July of 2023, Powell was found guilty on all counts. So she faced up to 20 years in prison, three years of probation, and 250,000 in fines. The government, though, requested eight years in prison, three years of probation, $2,753 in restitution, and $555 in special assessment fees. At the sentencing hearing today and in the days leading up to this, Pal changed her tune. She all of a sudden remembered she has children. She all of a sudden remembered, oh my gosh, I have a family to take care of. She told the judge, quote, I hate how this feels, like I threw my family right in the garbage. Yeah, I mean, you kind of did. But I like how she says, I hate how this feels, right? Not, I hate what I did, or I hate myself for throwing my family in the garbage. No, she just hates how it feels. It feels icky to have consequences, right? Um, and I watched a portion of an interview that she did last night. Uh, she was on a show with Steve Bannon. She admitted to breaking the window, and she admitted to entering the Senate office, but she conveniently left out the part about getting physical with the police. If you knew nothing about her case and you saw this interview, 
you would get the impression that the government is trying to throw her in prison for eight years just because she broke a window in the middle of a riot. Anyway, U.S. District Judge Royce Lamberth presided over Powell's case, and when Powell's attorney argued that she shouldn't receive more prison time than the QAnon shaman, Judge Lamberth reminded him that Jacob Chansley accepted a plea deal. He took responsibility for his actions, which Powell did not. And then Powell's attorney also begged for leniency. They were trying to get her no prison time. And they were saying, oh, you know, for her kids' sake. I mean, she has four kids living at home with her. Funny how they all start caring about their kids when they're faced with prison time, right? Maybe if you cared about your kids more than Donald Trump, you wouldn't be in this situation. I don't know, just a thought. Anyway, when all was said and done, Powell was sentenced to 57 months in prison and three years of probation, and she was ordered to pay $2,700 in restitution and a $5,000 fine. I am so glad that she had Judge Lamberth because this is not his first rodeo with a January 6th defendant who feigns remorse. He has seen this and heard this before, and it burned him, and he's not doing it again. So, yeah, almost five years in prison, five years away from your children for a man that doesn't even know you, would not piss on you if you were on fire. Was it worth it? Anyway, I'll let you all know if I hear any more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.